Hey travelers, welcome to the Young Black Travelers Blogcast. Today we have a very special guest who will be talking about her travels to Taiwan. Stay tuned. Hello again. Um, my name is Asher Cunningham, and today we have a very special guest with us. Hi, everyone. So my name is Sophia. I am from St. Vincent and the Grenadines. My college students currently living in the U.S. and I love to travel. Yay! Well, welcome, Saf. Um, so we call her Saf for short. Um, so she's going to be telling us about her travels to Taiwan, but that's going to be a conversation we'll be having after our break. Um, but before that, we're going to learn a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. um, we know that you're from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, mm -hmm. which is my home country. Mm -hmm. And um, But other than St. Vincent, where else in the Caribbean have you traveled? Okay, so I've traveled to Barbados and I've also traveled to Antigua. Okay. Yes. And so out of Barbados and Antigua, which of those islands would you say is your favorite? Antigua, definitely. 365 beaches. That's a beach per day. So definitely <laughs> Antigua. <laughs> okay. Um, and I mean, I know, I know a lot of travelers talk about Barbados. Mm -hmm. I guess in, in America, we do hear a lot about Barbados. Mm -hmm. So what, other than the beaches, what do you think may put Antigua over Barbados? Honestly, for me, it's just the ambience. Like, Antigua is extremely, extremely, extremely beautiful. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just the ambience. Like, I, I just love it there. Their, their people are friendly. I don't know. Like, I just love Antigua over okay. Barbados. Maybe I went to Barbados too many times. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great thing. I mean, I've been to Antigua, so I would agree with you that Antigua is a very beautiful island. island. Definitely. Um, I think when I went there, probably was two years ago now, um, I would say I would have moved to Antigua. Mm -hmm. It's one of the Caribbean islands I could consider Dream. myself living, living in. Definitely. So, yes, Antigua. Big up to my Antigua friend, Tariq. Yes. <laughs> Big up. <laughs> Big up. Um, so, okay. So, you've traveled to Antigua, and you're from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, mm -hmm. and we know St. Vincent is, well, the Grenadines is a plethora of other islands. Mm -hmm. So, what other Grenadines islands have you been to, mm -hmm. um, and which is your favorite? Okay. So, for those who don't know, um, we have 32 islands in case in St. Vincent. Um, I've been to Beckway, I've been to Mustique, I've been to Tobago Cays, I've been to, I want to say Union, I cannot remember, <laughs> but I did, I, um, back in my high school year, we had a lot of like trips for like geography and so forth. Okay. So I've did, I've done island hopping before. Okay. So, um, I'll definitely say that my favorite is Mustique just okay. because you know, that it has that whole luxurious vibe. Um, Mustique <laughs> is a private island as well. So mm -hmm. it's very beautiful, extremely, extremely beautiful. And it's just got that whole luxurious vibe going for it. Um, in Mustique, they don't lock their dead um, doors or oh. they, they don't close their homes because it's okay. like, it's, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a private island. So it's mm -hmm. free. Everybody's just chilling. And I like that. Got you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mustique is your favorite island. Yes. Um, and which would be your second fave? 
Tobago Keys. Tobago Keys. It's okay. not inhabited, but um, it's there's a marine part there, mm-hmm. so I definitely enjoy that. You know, all the turtles come to the front, gotcha. and a lot of the different um, creatures are like on the island itself. So that's oh. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I snorkeled with the turtles in um, Curacao, okay. and I would love to probably do the same in Saint Vincent and yeah. the Grenadines. They come right up to your feet. Oh wow, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So okay, I guess on my next trip to Saint Vincent, you gotta go to Tobago. I have Keys. to go to the Tobago Keys. I actually said that on my next trip to St. Vincent, my hope is to spend a lot of my time in the Grenadines mm-hmm. Island. Because again, I'm from St. Vincent, but I've, until the la- well, until I went back after many years to St. Vincent, I hadn't been to the Grenadines. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, it's different. You know, St. Vincent is very mountainous. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of black sand beaches, beaches on St. On mainland. Vincent, mm-hmm. mainland. But then when you go to the Grenadines, it's um it's different. It's that's where you see a lot of the white sand beaches. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of tourists know. Mm-hmm. But the black sand beach on St. Vincent proper it is um actually beautiful. Definitely. And um it's a thing that a lot of people have never, never actually e- experienced. experienced. Uh-huh. Yeah. So all right, so St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Antigua, your favorite island. Yes. Great. (laughs) So stay tuned as we continue this conversation about Saf's trip to Taiwan. Yes. Well, welcome back, and thank you for staying tuned. Um, it's only five minutes in anyway. Um, so again, we are talking with Saf, mm-hmm. and Saf this summer went to Taiwan. Yes. So Taiwan, <laughs> this is interesting because Taiwan is a place I, I have not heard many black people, people talking tra- about yeah. going mm-hmm. to, right? Mm-hmm. So tell us, because... Because, again, it's a place that many black people I haven't heard traveling to. How did this idea of going to Taiwan come about? Okay, guys. So, like I said, I'm from St. Vincent. And um, Taiwan is one of the countries that contributes to foreign direct investment to our island. Mm-hmm. You know, they help with the development of different infrastructures, etc. So, um, p- part of that is that tai- Taiwan offers scholarships okay. to students in St. Vincent. Oh. One happened to be my friend. Okay. And she's been there since 2016. Mm-hmm. And I decided that... When I get to the U.S. after my first year of studies, I am going to Taiwan to visit her. Okay. So said, so done. The idea came about. I dragged my cousin with me because I did not want to take that long <laughs> flight by myself. And we ended up in Taiwan for about two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. All right. So what is your friend's name? And- Jonelle. Jo- well, the Taiwan friend. Oh, my Taiwan friend. Miki, Michaela, big up yourself. All right, big up to Michaela. <laughs> um, and hope and big up to everyone who will be listening it's, in Taiwan yes. to this podcast. <laughs> so, okay, St. Vincent is um, obviously in close diplomatic relations with Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a lot of Vincentian students who, who study and travel to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And this is how this idea came, came about. about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess... For our little history and our politically savvy people out there, you know, many different islands and many different places establish diplomatic ties with so many different people. Correct. Mm-hmm. And St. Vincent's close partner is Taiwan. Some people align themselves with China. Mm-hmm. Um, but St. Vincent has been aligning itself with Taiwan, Taiwan. which many people could debate. Um, is this beneficial or not? But that's up for another day. But we Definitely. know at this point... It's with Taiwan. <laughs> exactly. <yes. laughs> um, so you talked about the flight mm-hmm. to Taiwan. 
How long was the flight? So my flight, I took a um, somewhat direct flight. Mm -hmm. um, I flew from New York to the Philippines, which was 16 and a half hours using okay. Philippine Airlines to Manila, Philippines. And then I had about a 10-hour layover in the Philippines. And wow. I, from the Philippines, we flew to Taiwan, which is about, I'd say an hour and a half. It wasn't necessarily like two full hours, but like an hour and a half. So, yeah. Okay, so okay, sixteen and a half to uh, Philippines, and, and then, then like an hour and a half from the Philippines to Taiwan. And you had this ten-hour layover in um Manila, the, Philippines. Yes. Okay, so what? I mean, I know you didn't do anything going, yeah. But on the return, what did you do on the layover? So on the return, we actually went outside to the Philippines, um, mm -hmm. to um, the town in Manila. Okay. We have we tried that KFC. Um, I am a, an. KF, a KFC lover, I'm a KF, KFC enthusiast. <laughs> I try KFC wherever I go. So I tried their KFC. I absolutely loved it. Okay. Um, I actually went to one of their oldest church. Okay. Churches in um, the city area as well. They were actually having like a ceremony. So that was pretty interesting to see. Okay. Um, what else? Yeah, we just did a little bit of walking around shopping and then we went back to the airport good good mm -hmm. and i mean i asked you that question because i think one of the things we would or i would recommend especially for people traveling mm -hmm. is layovers do not be afraid to of a layover, layover. Mm -hmm. um a layover is an opportunity for you to see another country mm -hmm. um so you had 10 hours in philippines and you use that 10 hours by going out yeah um, i'm sure you hopped in a taxi or took a bus or something yes. how did you get to the city so itself. we actually use the um yellow taxi okay but um in the philippines they actually have like um wooden uh, buses okay so that night there's no, no windows like two wheel i don't even know how to describe it but <laughs> yeah that's actually their mode of transportation. transportation i actually wanted to try it but it's whatever <laughs> yeah so, i mean <laughs> next time next on your next trip definitely. to um, taiwan or the philippines itself but again i'm happy you say that because Again, traveling and doing layovers is a good way for you to experience another culture and another custom. Mm -hmm. um, I remember when I went to Argentina, my layover was in Chile. So I it was about the same time, 10, 10 or more hours, and I went out, and that's how I explored Chile. Mm -hmm. um, so good, good. So we would recommend that for all of our travelers out there. Definitely use your layovers wisely. Definitely. And you're on this plane for 16 hours. Yes. Tell us about that experience. It's the, I think you said it's how many, the longest flight in the world, which so number? So it's actually the eighth longest flight okay. in the world. Um, to be honest, I actually thought it would have been worse than I expected. It was not that bad. Okay. Um, I probably slept about 350 times. I've never slept that much <laughs> times in my life. Um, but the experience was really, 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 really good. They gave us some um, blankets. They gave us um, our own little mini pillows. They okay. gave us, um, what do you call those? For the, the eyes. Mask. The eye mask. Okay. They gave us our own little um, toiletry bags. So okay. we had our toothbrushes, um, toothpaste, toothpicks, and all that good stuff. We had... Three delicious meals. And I'm telling you, <laughs> those meals were good. I need to go to a Philippine restaurant because those meals were good. <laughs> so it was really, 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 really a good a good experience. They gave us warm towels. Like mm -hmm. um, we had like in the morning and then closer to when we were about to land. So it was a really, really good experience. Good, mm -hmm. good. And did you guys actually use the toothbrush and uh, toothpaste? 
Um, I, we did. Okay. Yeah, we actually did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the reason for we them did. giving it to you, right? <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, yeah, six, um, you said eighth longest flight in the world. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. I it mean, is crazy. I mean, I've never flown for 16 hours. I think the max I've done is probably 11 hours, 11 or 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And 16 hours is a long it's time. A stretch. And how about the jet lag? Well, to go, when I got there, we, I did not really experience the jet lag because I was just so excited and amped and ready to explore Taiwan and get my vacation going. But when I came back, listen, <laughs> I was I was knocked. I was really tired. I wasn't feeling well. And that lasted until about like the Sunday. I think I returned the Thursday. And to the Sunday, I still like did not catch myself. So wow. I think it definitely affected me when I came back as opposed to like when I got there you got there mm-hmm. and, and and the time difference from new york to um taiwan is how, how many they're, hours they're 12 hours in front of us okay yeah wow so yeah that's that's definitely a lot to deal to deal with mm-hmm. um <laughs> because you know traveling to the west coast or even a one hour time difference is nothing compared Fair to too. 12 hours, hours. 7 mm-hmm. hours, a full day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one I'm sure it, the full day exchange is going to be a lot for Crazy. people to deal with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But cool, cool. And so where in Taiwan did you stay? So I, I stayed in Kaohsiung City, Sanmin District. Excuse okay. my little Asian Kaohsiung accent. City. <laughs> yes. So I, yeah, I stayed in Kaohsiung, Sanmin District. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so how, how far away from... The capital, Taipei, mm-hmm. is Kaohsiung City. So Kaohsiung is five hours by bullet train okay. away from Taipei. Mm-hmm. And using regular bus, it's about like six, seven hours. Okay. Up, yeah, anywhere around there. Okay. So you went to, so you stayed in Kaohsiung mm-hmm. City. Yes. Um, what was the difference between Kaohsiung and um, Taipei? I definitely say um, Taipei is a bit more, I guess, modernized, if I could say it that mm-hmm. way. Um, what was really interesting to me, because I'm actually studying accounting, mm-hmm. is that I went to um, Taipei 101, which is like one of the tallest buildings there. Mm-hmm. And there was like, your, you know, KPMG and your okay. different banks that I was actually familiar with. So that was really cool for mm-hmm. me to see there. But um, in Kaohsiung itself... It's a bit more, not as busy. I mean, of course, because it's not necessarily that you know the town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the just the busyness is definitely different, and just um, it's more villagey, if that's the word. <laughs> yeah, and, and Kaohsiung is a city, right? Yeah, like they consider it a city, yeah. but obviously, it's not as developed as, as Taipei, Taipei is. Yeah. Okay, and 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 was this your first experience on a bullet train? It was. Okay, and how was that? It was it was good. It actually flew by faster than I expected. It was not bad at all. The leg space was really good. Um, I mean, we didn't get any meals, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I mean, and how... So, Taiwan is obviously considered the East, like, I mean, China, and, and, mm-hmm. and it's, a different, it's different culturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are considered the West. Mm-hmm. What were the major differences that you observed between their culture and our culture? And they may be a bit more, they may, Taiwan may not be as um, culturally close to China, maybe not. But yeah. what were the differences or maybe what are the similarities that you would have observed? So I definitely say the 
biggest difference between the East and the West is that the bike culture in the East is extremely strong. So if persons aren't using bikes, they're using scooters. Okay. So not many people use cars. And even the cars that I use are cars that are from a long time ago, like really outdated. Uh Um, The actual fancy cars that you'll see are persons who are doing Uber, Uber drivers. So my friend was actually explaining to me that in order to be an Uber driver in Taiwan, you have to have a fancy car. Mm. So that's pretty interesting. So I definitely said that that was the major difference between the East and the West. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good. And 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 was there anything culturally, as in maybe the way they dress, the way they their cult customs? Um, you know, we some people would say New York New Yorkers are very rude. Mm-hmm. Some people would disagree with that. I think New Yorkers are just very focused <laughs> and don't have time to uh, just be very like pleasant at times. And yes. when they're helping you, they're very helpful. Mm-hmm. So. In these little things, do you what, what would you say? Maybe even mannerisms from okay. east and west. Um, I mean, I'm black, so um, definitely got the stares, definitely got the recordings, definitely got the unsolicited picture takings. Wow. Um, but yeah, that, that I mean, I guess because I'm black, I got that sort of attention. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's definitely one of the major differences culturally. Like a lot of them, my friend was explaining that Taiwan recently opened up to having visitors. Mm-hmm. So, um, not a lot of persons in Taiwan have actually never seen black people before. So, yeah, they're very, very fascinated when they see us. <laughs> Want to touch our hair and our skin, but I, I mean, I don't mind it though because it's fascination. Um, once you're respectful, exactly, I'm fine with that. And that's uh, th- thank you for touching on that point because that is an important point, especially for young black travelers, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you you touched on something, and when you said that they were fascinated as opposed to being racist, mm-hmm. I think a lot of time, especially in the American context, a lot of people will could take fascination as, as racism, racism. Mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times, especially in the American context, we are we are viewing it as such. But a lot of times, people just don't, don't know. know. Some yeah. of them just don't know. And I as agree. you said, Taiwan, they were closed off for so long. Yeah. They have never been exposed to um, black people so they want to learn so I think at times we have to be so open to go out and be able to promote our culture promote the black culture and when you're promoting black culture you're probably promoting black American black Caribbean black Canadian black whatever culture but Mm -hmm. you're promoting blackness because they have never seen it they have never they do not know how we braid our hair or the females braid their hair Mm -hmm. um they just they just don't know and might i add that Mm -hmm. actually they're taiwanese are in love with america so they actually call the u.s mago okay it means like um basically like beautiful a beautiful land so to them mago is like paradise so once you say that you're from mago mm-hmm. mm, they love you they love you i'm telling you <laughs> so i'm sure black americans would would be kings and queens yes, in taiwan they want right? to know everything okay yeah. good so you would you would you suggest taiwan for a place for black people to travel yes definitely okay. definitely i had a really 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 good experience i mean um Every now and then, persons would stop you and ask to take pictures with you. And, you know, they're very, to me personally, it was a great experience. Very friendly people. Um, I would definitely encourage black people to travel there to experience a different culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what was probably one of your most shocking moments in Taiwan? Hmm. 
Outside of the bike culture, I think um, one of my most shocking moments was the layout of their malls. Okay. Um, so their malls are more like an open area. Uh-huh. Um, the stores aren't really separated, with the exception of like uh, more established stores like Forever 21 and uh-huh. H&M. So for those who don't know, there's Forever 21 and H&M are in Taiwan. Um, <laughs> and Zara, they are actually inside. Got but you. like out, other stores are just outside in a more like open format so that was pretty interesting to me really yeah interesting. good good and i'm happy you say that because again for people who don't travel and this is why we're doing these mm-hmm. podcasts we're writing these blogs just to educate you know young black travelers and encourage them to travel mm-hmm. you know stores like zara and h&m are global international brands they're yeah. international stores so even sometimes depends on the country you actually travel you may um, be able to get stuff cheaper maybe in definitely. Taiwan yes. or I know definitely in Europe. Yes. The, the products would be cheaper. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they were cheaper in Taiwan. Yes. Uh, they yeah, were. yeah, because I, I'm a, I love Starbucks. So uh-huh. um, Starbucks was definitely cheap over there. Wow. Um, Zara was also cheap over there. That's something my friend was also explaining that even when she's buying plane tickets mm-hmm. to come to the US or to go back home to St. Vincent, it's cheaper if she uses the sites in Taiwanese as uh-huh. opposed to if she uses it um, in English. Oh, wow. So that's 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 That's, wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the currency exchange? Um, I'd say about, I cannot remember, but one US would give you about maybe like 500 NT. I'm not sure. And, 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 and let's say when we're, when we're trying to say what we could buy with one US and 500 NT, uh, maybe one US dollar may be able to buy us a, um, chip. Food, because food is extremely cheap there. Wow. You'd definitely be able to get a big bowl of soup. Wow. Yeah. A full meal for one US dollar. Yes. (laughs) Travelers. So obviously this is a place you probably want to consider, right? Because, you know, food, when when you could find food this cheap, it's something that you would probably want to put on your list. Okay. And and maybe one activity that you may recommend for our travelers to do in Taiwan. Something Mm. that you would have done. Okay, so um, for me, because I never did this before, my my favorite activity was when we went um, dirt bike riding. Oh, um, so in Taiwan. That, yes, in Taiwan. <laughs> so that was pretty cool because I've never done that before. But um, outside of that, um, I'd definitely say to visit, uh, let's see, because we went to so many places, but I de- there's I definitely say to visit. There's this um, museum like with the Greek gods, oh. uh, so you can see like your Perseus and stuff oh. like that. I definitely say to visit. I cannot remember its name, but mm-hmm. um, that was a pretty good, cool experience as well. Okay, but definitely dirt bike it. Dirt bike riding. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Welcome back. So again, we've been talking with Saf 
and we've been talking about her trip to Taiwan. And we have, we've had an amazing conversation just about, you know, the black experience in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. We've talked about places you may want to visit. Um, and we talked about her being from St. Vincent. Um, and again, like in true young black travelers fashion, at, on every episode, we shout out one of our most engaged travelers. Someone who is usually probably liking our pictures. They're tagging us in their posts. They may have shared a blog post with us and we are reposting that post um and this week or in this episode we are shouting out our loyalists <laughs> our fellow traveler um, her name is shanice frankson and she is from london and she is actually a flight attendant for british airways um she's also a, a blogger mm-hmm. so she have her own website it's called um www.theboeingbook.com and she obviously writes about her trips um and i'm assuming she called it the boeing book because uh probably most of the airlines she actually fly on with british airways are usually boeing airlines (laughs) so the boeing book is her um website and she shares her experiences there so again her name is shanice frank frankson that's S-H-A-N-I-C-E-F-R-A-N-K-S-O-N. So check her out on Instagram and check out theboeingbook.com. Shout out to you, Shanice. Shout out to you. Thank you for staying engaged and we really appreciate you. And yes, so Saf, thank you for joining us. Is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you leave? (laughs) Um, Definitely. um, I encourage everyone to visit Taiwan. It's definitely a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country. My only regret is that I was not able to go to one of the beaches there. Well, mm-hmm. actually, I, let me not say go to because I did go to an area near the beach. Okay. But um, I did not actually get to go in the water itself. Got you. So um, definitely visit Taiwan. It's a beautiful country, beautiful people. Um, you might probably pick up a little, you know, Mandarin too. Like Zaixian means bye. So <laughs> I know a little thing or two now. Okay. So yeah, visit Taiwan. Good, good. And what was your biggest lesson learned from this trip? Oh, my biggest lesson. Interesting question. Um, Definitely that whole traveling as a black person experience mm-hmm. um in new york most of the persons i mean i mean i say most of the persons but you know there are a lot of black people but then in taiwan being like the very few black persons then um receiving all that attention mm-hmm. that was definitely one of my biggest ex- um, experiences like wow people have not seen black people before so that was really 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 interesting that's that's a big lesson because you've touched on a fact that in a place like new york it's very diverse it's very diverse and then when you go to a place that is very monoculture Mm -hmm. um it's 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 different yeah because even in the philippines too like the person's there that's that's where i actually got my first experience i came out of the plane i was waiting um to catch my connecting flight and there was a filipino recording me in the airport Mm. So that's where I got my first whole fascination, I guess, experience. So, yeah. Uh, Biggest lesson. Shocked about the non-Asians. Yes. eh? (laughs) Okay, so that's a good one. And where to next? 
So my next trip, drum roll, da 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 is to Thailand. Okay. Yes. I'll Thailand be, when? I'll be traveling to Thailand in April next year for spring break. Wow. Yes. Good. So you're staying on this Asian journey. Yes. And I hear Thailand is also cheap. Yes. So good. All right, yeah. so hopefully you enjoy Thailand. I know you're going with my sisters. Yes. Um, well, one of your travel buddy from the last That's trip, right. mm -hmm. and then another one of my sisters. So I know you guys will enjoy. I believe we will. <laughs> All right, again, thank you for joining us. And until next time, I'll as be you back. said, you'll be back. <laughs> yes. And until next time, in the Mandarin for goodbye. Zai Xian. Zai Xian. <laughs> <laughs>